Hello, my name is Michael and you're listening to Forever Sound Version, a video game music podcast.
How do, dear friends, and welcome to episode 58 of Forever Sound Version. This is the first episode in quite some time. Do I have an excuse prepared? Why, yes, I do. In fact, I have a few excuses prepared. At the end of October, I went to Japan for two weeks with my wife and some friends, including John Baldessera and Joseph Isles, who have featured on this podcast a handful of times between them. And we just had the best time over there. What an absolutely fascinating country it truly is. We stayed in Tokyo for a week, which was unbelievable and I miss it very much. And then we went to Kyoto, Nara and Osaka, eating all of the food, drinking all of the drinks, singing all of the karaoke and playing in all of the arcades. Just magical. Segwaying into my next excuse, whilst I was in Japan, I bought myself a Super Famicom to replace the SNES I lost many moons ago, and I have since cupped myself a magic cartridge that allows me to play all manner of games on the magical grey 16-bit box of tricks, so I've been playing quite a few games recently. We'll get into that shortly. Lastly, I recently started writing my PhD thesis, which is going to be a sizable undertaking to say the least. This might mean that I will find myself struggling to release two episodes a month, as I have been throughout this year, but rest assured, I have every intention of keeping this thing rolling. Your patience is very much appreciated. Am I forgiven for taking so long to release episode 58 then? Yes? Good. Thanks. The theme of this episode is Japan-only Super Famicom games, of which there are quite a few. Yes, with this being my first episode since returning from Japan, and with the Super Famicom now set up in my living room, I felt like this just had to be done. The tune that played us in was Airport from Shinkido Senki Gundam Wing Endless Duel, released in 1996. The composer is Hiroyuki Iwatsuki. This title is a one-on-one fighting game where the characters are in mechs, and it's pretty great. Very brisk controls, some very nicely realised graphics, and of course, some big tunes. The game is based on the mecha anime series Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, which enjoyed a decent reception in the United States, but the game never made it out of the land of the rising sun. Moving on, and here's another fighting game. Sort of. Here's a double feature of tunes from Bastard and Koku no Hakaishin, released on the Super Famicom in 1994. We're going to hear Battle with Gara and Versus Mode Select Character, composed by... um... Naked Trump.
Bastard and Koku no Hakaishin. That is, Bastard, the Dark God of Destruction. We just heard Battle with Gara, which is the background music of the first battle in the game's story mode, and Versus Mode Select Character, composed by Naked Trump. I do not want to think about Naked Trump, so let's go for Masanao Akahori, the assumed owner of that nasty pseudonym. Battle with Gara hits us across our sorry faces with a furious thrash drumbeat and some bracing, albeit rather simple, riffs. It kind of reminds me of some of the music from Doom, which this podcast covered just a couple of episodes ago, so if you enjoyed what you just heard, check that one out. Versus Mode Character Select gives us a drastic change of pace, smooth as a kite, sample-based funk action with an extremely cheesy slap bass sound, and some eyebrow-raising tonal ideas, pretty unusual in places. The game Bastard and Koku no Hakaishin is a bit of an oddball. It's a one-on-one fighting game based on the manga Bastard Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy, created by Kazushi Hagiwara, that first appeared in the manga anthology series Weekly Shonen Jump in 1988. Drawing heavily from the worlds of heavy metal music and Dungeons and Dragons, Bastards is a story of power struggles and sorcery, with many magic spells named after metal bands like Judas Priest and Anthrax. The gameplay is kind of hard to explain. The two opposing characters occupy two separate planes on a quasi-3D field, and they can switch between the foreground and the background in order to better position themselves offensively and defensively. For the most part, the fighters toss projectiles at each other where a hit will cause a character's health bar to drop, though there are some additional special attacks. The whole thing is like a weird mashup of Space Harrier and Darkstalkers. If that's something that sounds like fun to you, then by all means check it out, but I'm not going to pretend that this is a particularly great game. An interesting game, but not exactly a hidden gem. We're going to enter RPG territory now. Of course, there are a bunch of very decent Super Famicom RPGs that the West never received official releases of, though many of them can be played and enjoyed by way of fan translations. Some better than others. Here's Sound of Shinobi, a tune from the game Live Alive, released in 1994. The composer is Yoko Shimomura.
that was Sound of Shinobi by Yoko Shimamura, as heard in the 1994 Square RPG Live Alive. Some superb sounds there, very sharp and danceable percussive figures, playing against some Japanese-flavoured melodic elements. With this kind of use of the minor pentatonic scale, it really reminds me of Chun-Li's theme from Street Fighter 2, which was also composed by Yoko Shimamura. That said, this track still stands up by itself. Live Alive was Square's attempt at throwing a curveball at the Japanese RPG playing public, as the player is tasked with playing as seven different characters in seven separate scenarios from seven different eras, before playing a final eighth scenario which unites the characters to reveal the connection they all share. I'll be honest, I have yet to play this game, but I am very much enjoying its soundtrack, so I plan on giving it some decent time sooner or later. Next up, we're going to have a tune from a game that was released very late on in the life of the Super Famicom, 1997. Dark Law, Meaning of Death. When this game came out, the Sony PlayStation had already been available in Japan for over two years, but nevertheless, the Super Famicom was hanging in there, offering ample 16-bit fun even as the age of polygonal graphics and Redbook Audio was in full swing. Here's South Creek Ruins, composed by Satoshi Nagano and Michihiko Shichi from Dark Law Meaning of Death.
We just had South Creek Ruins from Dark Law, Meaning of Death, composed by Satoshi Nagano and Michihiko Shichi. I'm a big fan of how the riffs play off the long, dissonant string parts on this one. This game's soundtrack isn't a particularly long one considering it's an RPG, but the tunes it does have are pretty great on the whole. While Satoshi Nagano and Michihiko Shichi don't have a great deal of game music credits between them, they made for a fine composing team here. Time for another RPG, and it's Saiken Densetsu 3, released on the Super Famicom in 1995. This game, again developed and published by Square, is the sequel to the much-celebrated Secret of Mana, and it's a real beauty in terms of graphics and sound. Listen for yourself, here's Innocent Sea, composed by Hiroki Kikuta. about that. Innocent Sea by Hiroki Kikuta from Saiken Densetsu 3. Classical Spanish guitar played on the Super Famicom. That's something special, I think. Beautiful melodies and chord changes brought to life by some carefully balanced sound design. In an interview published by the Square Haven website, 
Kakuta states that he spent nearly 24 hours a day in his office during the production of this soundtrack, as he tried to make, in his words, immersive and three-dimensional music. I will never, ever condone anyone spending that kind of length of time at work, but I will concede that I think he absolutely succeeded on the strength of this piece alone. Kikuta is quite the renaissance man, having earned a degree in religious studies, philosophy and cultural anthropology, worked as a manga illustrator and composed music for anime. Yes, one of those annoyingly brilliant multi-talented people. Reflecting on the difficulty of being an artistically minded person in Japan, which is well known for its harsh work culture, Kikuta ventures. The function of the artist is, of course, to create art. Fundamentally, these activities are separate from concerns of business or commerce. In Japan, especially, the value of the artist is insufficiently recognised. Therefore, if one wanted to pursue art purely, it would be the worst possible environment for that. When I compose music for video games or animation, I don't consider myself performing purely as an artist. My primary goal is to entertain the audience. If I want to work for a company, I need to satisfy that purpose. After that aim has been achieved, I can try for an artistic experiment or challenge. With this kind of outlook, I believe I really need to spend some more time researching Hiroki Kikuta. Maybe a composer focus on him could work as a possible episode. Let me know what you think of that. Continuing with Square's invincible run of greatness through the 1990s, let's get into Front Mission Gun Hazard, a 1996 Square-published game developed by Omiya Soft, but with a Square veteran and true great of the VGM world in charge of the soundtrack, Nobuo Uematsu. Here's the tune, Successful Attack.
I beat Front Mission Gun Hazard very recently and I must say that it completely blew me away. Already one of my favourite games on any platform. It's a side-scrolling action game with, surprise surprise, RPG elements. There is an engrossing plot, there are colourful characters, there are mechs, very very 90s, very very square. And with music like this by Nobuo Uematsu, there is plenty for VGM fans like myself to get stuck into. This suite for the Super Famicom would have been written roughly around the same time as Uematsu had been working on the soundtracks for Chrono Trigger and his first outing on the Sony PlayStation, the legendary Final Fantasy VII. And I think you can kind of hear hints of those soundtracks in the dramatic orchestral textures and moments of tension and release that permeate Gun Hazard's tunes. Brilliant stuff. I simply can't recommend this game enough if you aren't familiar with it. Unless your Japanese is decent, you'll need a fan translation, but there is a very decent English translation floating around online that shouldn't be too hard to find. It's now December and it's getting chilly, so here's a chilly sounding piece for you. Freezing Shadow from the game East 5, Ushina Wareta Suna no Miyako Kefin. The sound was taken care of by the famous Falcom sound team, including Mieko Ishikawa, Nioki Kaneda, Satoshi Arai, Atsushi Shirakawa, and Masaru Nakajima.
some enchanting sounds there from the track Freezing Shadow, taken from East 5. As things stand, my experience of the East series is limited to East Book 1 and 2, which I really liked, but I know that East is a real cult series for a lot of people. If I'm not mistaken, Purnell of the Fantastic Rhythm and Pixels VGM podcast knows these games pretty well, so I'd be curious to know if he reckons I would get anything out of playing this fifth instalment. At the very least, it has a colossal soundtrack teeming with excellent neoclassical mini-masterpieces, courtesy of the Falcom sound team. I've almost reached the end of my Japan-only Super Famicom playlist, but I hope you've been enjoying the music. Let's wrap things up now. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email me at foreversoundversion at gmail.com. You can like this podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash foreversoundversion. And you can follow me on Twitter. The handle is fsvpodcast. This episode's final track is taken from a horizontal scrolling shoot-em-up, or shmup as the kids say these days. Chojiku Yosai Macross Scrambled Valkyrie released on the Super Famicom in 1993. It has mechs. More mechs. Yes, my stay in Japan really bolstered my love of the mech. In fact, I would quite like a mech for Christmas, or maybe for my birthday, which is also fast approaching. Somebody get me a mech, please. Scrambled Valkyrie is a lot of fun, but tough. A real shooter fan's shooter. I might even fire up my Super Famicom and have a quick blast on it once I'm finished recording here. Accordingly, let's go out with a bang. Here's Moonlight, composed by Noboru Yamane. All the best for now.